Well, Trav Noonan's joining me to preview this nine race card this morning. Trav, a very good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Brendan. This is an entertaining day's racing at sale today. Looks some open races, and you're not going to have to find too many winners to finish in front at the end of the day. No, you wouldn't think so. It's a terrific card, isn't it? Each and every year, the Sale Cup, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good support program away from the Cup, and a, a quite a good Cup as well. So. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, the roll in the true. I'm, I'm expecting sort of those inside sort of four lanes to perhaps be the place to be um, and, and most horses to get their chance. But, yeah, probably favouring those on speed. First event on Sale Cup Day is a three-year-old maiden over 1,400 metres. Scratchings here from the opening event are runners 8, 14, 16 and 18. couple of riders to check here. 13, Patrick Maloney. 17 is Carleen Heffield. Mullet Man is the favourite here at $3.20. Grand Bay, $5.50. Think I'm Divine, $6.59. Our Imprezoe, 11 for Nightjar. And uh, Karsh and Chloe, an amalgamation, a $12 chance. Who do we like in the first, draft? Yeah, I found it hard to go past the Danny O'Brien train mullet man. I thought he was very good on debut at Geelong in a, a race that rated really well for the class. I was sort of four and a half lengths above the average uh, maiden at Geelong at that distance. And I thought he stuck to the task really well. There was good margins back to third. And he should put himself right up on top of the speed here, which, as I said a little bit earlier, I think was going to be an advantage today. So happy to be with him, uh, mullet man, on top. Um, it's a very competitive maiden, though. You can make a chase for a lot of horses here. So six malt man on top. Four gold governor, I think, is an improver. Uh, did a bit of work on, on speed on debut at Packenham on the synthetic. Perhaps just went a little bit too slow in front. I think if they go a little bit faster with him here, he's had a trial in between. Looked quite good at Mornington. The blinkers go on. I think he can improve. Ten, think I'm divine, could be the best horse in the race. Uh, he comes through some really good form lines. Uh, he was Good last start effort behind Entremet. My question mark is probably that he's going to get back from 11, um, but he's certainly in the race on class alone. And then I went in for fourth with the 15-hour Empress Zoe. He got a long way back at Mooney Valley against the pattern last time. Gets the blinkers on now and perhaps can set a little bit closer here at, at second start. 6, 4, 10, 15 for me in the opener. 6, 4, 10, 15 from Trav. 6, 10, 12 and 5 for mine. With Moat Man, only just missed on debut uh, there uh, at Geelong. 1,400 metres looks to suit. Winkers go on. Damien Oliver sticks. Uh, that's a, a good recipe for Moat Man to, to score here. 10, think I'm divine. Goes in for second. Excellent return at sale over 1,000 metres when getting a long way back. And then uh, was brave on a, a good speed covering ground. Second up there at sale over 1,200, I think. Uh, he can be a little bit closer than... Uh, than then he was at his first up run there behind Katz, who were, and maybe get a little bit more cover than he got last time. I think he can be around midfield and uh, and be hitting the line hard. Uh, in for third, 12, Carson Chloe. Paul Gate doesn't really help, but I thought was really good in restricted room on the boo. Over uh, 1,200 metres coming through the same race as Think I'm Divine. And uh, the trip should suit there. And then five night jar was a solid debut uh, following the winner there at uh, sale last time out, 6 12 and 5 in race number 1. Second event on the program. This race has been knocked around a bit by scratchings, which are all here from the second event. The runners 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 and 18. Daniel Moore is the rider for 17. Nickelback is the favourite horse number 5 at $2.60 with tab fixed odds. 
Tis My Day 310, Bob the Horse 550, Intello Star 850, Lulu's Halo at 10, Malapo $10, and Newsletters a $26 chance, Trav. Yeah, this is a competitive maiden. I think from a default point of view, though, you sort of have to be with Nickelback, the favourite. I thought his last two runs have been quite good. He, he returned uh, quite nicely to the races at Hawkesbury when sort of making ground behind Saming and then last time at Mornington he got a fair way back behind breaking ground but still came to the line quite well 25th best class 200 of the day off a pretty modest speed I thought he, his run was good um, I imagine he's going to be a little bit soft in the market because the Hawks team probably you know even by their own admission aren't going as well as what they can um, so I imagine uh, this horse is going to sort of stay around that 273 dollar mark and I just think this is a perfect race for him though they've they placed him well here from Barrier 9. He should get every possible for Fred Kersland. I think he's clearly the horse to beat. Um, in for second, I went with uh, the 16 in Tallow Star. This horse has only had the one start and was disappointing um, on debut, but he was in the market there. Uh, he's come back this campaign with a couple of jump-outs at Flemington, and they've sort of been these jump-outs that are a little bit inconclusive. He's sort of just been held up in behind them. You can't really tell if he's going good or bad. And, um, yeah, just with that $4 SP on debut, a good stable, Jai McNeil, I'm happy to give him a chance here in a, a competitive maiden. One Bob the Horse was really good last time, sort of going against his pattern. He missed the start and then sort of charged home. He's a horse previously that could be up on top of the speed. I think uh, today they'll make use of, of that. And 14, Tis My Bay, hasn't raced for a while, but contested races like the Ethereal Stakes, uh, last campaign and was competitive so on class alone she has to be a factor but even though I thought she may need to run first up 5-16-1-14 for me Brendan 5-16-1-14 from Trev I'm happy to speak one at an each way price here in number 12 Lulu's Halo doesn't come through the strongest race at Benalla on Benalla Cup they missed the kick got back went back to the inferior ground towards the inside closed off okay but has a better draw Ollie goes on she's had time between runs she gets a barrier extension on this time so that just might help her be a little bit more comfortable in the gate get a cleaner getaway be closer her work leading up to that first up run in her jump outs was quite sound I think she's a, a Good each way bet here, number 12, Lulu's Halo from the low draw. Nickelback, number five, goes in for second. Chase well in both runs to date, comes here third up. Uh, one Bob the Horse closing effort here was uh, was really sound from the back behind Bioluminescence, who we see later on in the program. And then number 14, which is Tis My Bay. She's first up since running in the Oaks this time last year. Uh, she was solid enough in her jump out, but as T Trav touched on, she might just need uh, this run to, uh, to kick her off at 1,400 metres, but we'll find out from Matt DeCock uh, later on. 12.5114 for mine in the second. Race number three on the card. This is a maiden plate over 1,100 metres. Scratchings here from race three are runners four, six, seven, eight, 10, 17 and 18. Skidamarink is the tab. Fixed odds favourite at $3.70. Cannon 480. Twin Perfection $5.50. Robert the Puss $6.50. Aeroptivo uh, at $6.50. Lady Die Die $8.50. Zilzy Ladder $13. Chance here, Trav. Yeah, another really competitive maiden. I think a couple of horses here that are going to get to a good level. And one of them, I think, is Skidamarink. Uh, she started well in the market on debut behind Doucet. It's my turn, Foxy Gold, uh, and quite a strong maiden there at Geelong back in uh, May and sort of got back and was sort of not the spot to be in the race and sort of worked to the line okay so to, to be beaten under four lengths. 
she's come back this preparation, though, I think a little bit more professional um, in her jump outs. And her most recent two jump outs at Mornington have been really good. The, the most recent one behind Secret Samurai on the 5th of October was just brilliant. Um, I think this, yeah, as I said, I think she's got plenty of talent, this, this daughter of I'm Invincible. And maps for an OK run here from Barrier 7 for Ethan Browner. Yeah, pretty confident she'd be able to win this Skidamarink. Uh, thought the 13 was a bit of a chance here at, at uh, each way odds. Lady Die Die, the last start effort was really good. Went back to um, the jump outs, I think, between runs and, and looked good there. And now maps to be right up on top of the speed for Matt Cartwright and Cliff Brown. Um, yeah, that form behind Katsu, it's, it's quite good for a race of this nature, I feel. Um, then in for third, went the way of the... Three, Artemis Prime, who um, has only had the one run in his career and sort of didn't do too much. He was beaten a fair way by Giga Kick, which I guess isn't a knock on any horse, but um, he's come back this time with a couple of nice jump outs at Cranbourne and the Griffiths to Cox stable really firing at the moment. He's come back also gelded, so I'm improved, expecting improved performance from Artemis Prime. And then went with the one, Robert the Puss, who's a horse who's Got a bit of talent. He's um, sort of a long-time maiden, but uh, first up, last preparation, he was terrific at Packenham, and he's jumped out quite well leading into this as well. Competitive race, but uh, happy with the 14 Skidmore rink on top. 14, 13, 3, 1. 14, 13, 3, 1 from Trav. 14, 13, 2 and 12 for mine with Skidmore rink. Uh, run on debut at Geelong was good, but the, the most recent jump out was the jump out of a, a filly that's going to go to the races and be ultra competitive uh, when she does step out fresh, and I think she can be winning today. 13, Lady Die Die uh, is going in for second. Really good uh, effort there on the boo behind Katsu. Katsu went to Bendigo and trotted up the next time uh, he went to the races and, uh, and is going to be set for something over the Flemington Carnival. Uh, so the form's solid there. She, I think, just got the feeling she's been dodging wet tracks. Cliff Brown's been holding her for some dry ground, and, and she gets that today. She's had a nice jump out since. She can be competitive at a good price. Two Twin Perfection, I thought, worked well in a recent pack, and I'm jump out, and then Aperitivo, uh, number 12, steps out on the boo for Ben and J.D. Hayes, 14-13-2-12 in race number three on the program. Race number four as we head towards the halfway point of this card is a benchmark 64 over 2,200 metres. Scratchings from this event, 7 Obalo, 8 Patagora and 9 Cognet, 7, 8, 9 out of the fourth. Adonis Kick, who's had a few runs over the obstacles, comes back to the flat for the uh, the second, the third time since uh, falling on Grand National Day, is the favourite here at $4. $4.20 Romania, Darwilly, $4.40 Arizona Dreaming, $5.00 Rossabille, $6.00. 6.950 Alessandro. This was probably my low confidence race of the day, Trav. Yeah, I was different. I'm pretty confident here on the on the top weight, uh, the one Arizona Dreaming. I think he's a horse going places at this distance range, and Matt Kamani took him to Mildura last time for for a kill. And the way the race worked out um, probably wasn't what they were thinking. He got a long way back and had to circle the field, which is sometimes hard to do there at Mildura. There was a tearaway leader shock alert. And he was just too strong for them late with 61 kilos. I thought the effort was terrific. Um, it was quite a, a fast run race and the overall times out of that race at Mildura are very strong. So happy to be with him on top. The one Arizona Dreaming who yeah, does bring that different form from you know, sort of Mildura to a lot of these who have been racing in the Gippsland area. Uh, for Romania is going extremely well this preparation and 
seems to click with Craig Newitt, who's uh, had two, uh, three rides on the horse for two wins. Uh, he stuck to the task very well last time at Mowie. They had their chance to get him, and he's fought back to win. Um, yeah, I think he has to be a leading contender on his last start. The other horse that has to be right in there as well is Three to Willie, who's racing in really good form for uh, Alison Bennett. Bo Mertens goes, well, sticks with the horse he's ridden in his past two, and this guy's won two races at sale and was very good last time here at the 2200. Um, so he has to be one of the leading contenders on that. And then went with the two, Alessandro, who's getting fitter. Um, only had the one run back for the Griffiths to Cox Stable, but his best form is probably better than a lot of these horses. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he made sharp improvement on that first up run. One, four, three, two for me. One, four, three, two. Considering we've got similar numbers, you've buoyed my confidence a little more about this one, Trav. Uh, just the way I've seen Arizona dreaming win on the boo sort of didn't really give the impression that 2,200 metres was going to be uh, in his uh, in his sort of wheelhouse when he when he stepped out and won so impressively uh, there at Donald back in May. But he's my top selection, one, four, three, and throwing in the six for fourth for mine. Uh, he's on a, a staying campaign, this prep Arizona dreaming, made a, a good, long, sustained run there at Muldura and one in good fashion. I'm sure the dry track is going to be in his favour as well. Uh, if he runs up to that Mildura run, he'll be strong at the end and hard to beat. Romania in for second, was on the speed, narrowly beaten two back and just really dug deep last time to run second. DeWilly goes in for third, uh, had plenty go his way here last time, running behind, needed the luck, got the luck and won the race. And then maybe Ocean Heart back onto some dry ground and fitter, doesn't win out of turn, but uh, the best runs of Ocean Heart have been on drier ground. One, four, three and six in uh, race number four uh, race number five is up next it's over the thousand meters but before we get stuck into the the back half of the program we'll take a break here on sunday central Race number five at sale on Cup Days, a benchmark 64 over 1,000 metres. Scratching is 10, Bo Merton's the rider for seven. Tab fixed odds favourite here, Ducey. First up for Marin Eustace, previously prepared by Lloyd Kennewell in uh, her first preparation. She's $2.40. Smoke and Holly, $4.60. Mutant is $6.00. Hurdle. Amadatu, an $8.50 chance. Frisson, $9.50 at the high risk, who's at $18. Uh, are we with the favourite here, Trav? Yeah, I think you have to beat Brennan uh, to say. I think she's proven in her three starts to date that she's got plenty of ability and, you know, bumped into Bubble Palace, who was flying at the time on debut at Warnable and then was too good in a maiden at Geelong, went up on top of the speed and won really well. And then last start, she bumped in to Gennady and uh, also bound for home. Of course, bound for home is subsequently out of that race to Quisette Stakes winner. So, Terrific form. Um, I think some people may be a little bit guarded with the jump-outs this uh, campaign for the Mar Eustace Stable. Probably weren't as flashy as her jump-outs leading into a two-year-old preparation moment. Not too concerned about that. Probably just the difference in trainers. The Kennewell Stable seem to have majority of their horses jump out a lot sharper than, say, Mar Eustace Stable, so I'm not too worried. Uh, Ethan Brown on board from Barrier 4. I think perfect rider for her to just stalk this pretty hot speed. And yeah, I think $2.40 around about now, I think that's a reasonable price for say. I think she's certainly the horse to beat. Um, six, Smoke and Holly, I thought, was the danger. This horse was terrific, I thought, last time at Mooney Valley. She sort of bungled the start, had to rail through on the inside. The race sort of inverted and suited the swoopers, and she stuck to the task really well to finish uh, in the placings there. 
Sheridan Clark goes on, who's uh, rode this horse to two victories, and I thought from barrier two, she's just going to uh, probably be behind Mutinous, who's going to lead this field and um, be the horse that probably takes the front at some stage. Frisson, the four, I thought, is well-placed back here to 1,000 metres. Uh, I think he's one of these horses that just, you know, really suits these high-pressure 1,000-metre races. Once he gets out to 11, 12, he's competitive, but I think uh, this might be his real sweet spot, and he can just go back and sort of have the last crack at a few of these. He's in good form. And nine mutinous goes in for fourth. Uh, the last sort of 150 is going to be a bit of a query. He's a very fast, fierce-going horse, but uh, in the best of his form suggests he'll run quite well here. So good competitive race, but yeah, with the favourite 11, do say 11, 6, 4, 9 for me. 11, 6, 4 and uh, 9 from Trav. I'm with 11, 6, 3 and 4 uh, here in the the 5th with Doucet uh, resumes. Uh, her first up prep was was very good. Recent jump out was uh, was good. Form out of that jump out is pretty hot as well. Frisson we've seen win very impressively at Mooney Valley. Uh, Fisson uh, at, uh, at Mooney Valley on Friday night and Grand Impact were the, the two horses around her when she was going to the line in that jump out. So that's standing up pretty nicely. I think she can get a nice run behind a very strong speed and be too good for them late. She's a class runner of the race. Smoke and Holly goes in for second. She ran really well at Mooney Valley, as Trav touched on. She was slow out of the gates, got up behind the speed, and then just turned into a real swoopers race. I thought she did a good job there. I'm putting Schwoon in for third here at a big price, number three. Uh, really forgiving of that run there at Mooney Valley over the 1,200 metres. Ran, ran in this race last year off the back of a Bensdale uh, win and was unlucky. On the back of that went to uh, Flemington in the Grand Handicap on the, the last day of the carnival and was beaten two and a half lengths by It's Our Time. If he can uh, get back and really re- and relax just for a little bit, uh, I think we might see him him be flashing late off the back of this hot speed. Uh, and uh, and Frisson number four goes in for uh, for third. Good ground, a thousand metres last time. Uh, he had this situation. He won carrying sixty two kilos and a fifty eight at Donald. He's going to get a good speed to work off the back of eleven six three and four for mine in race number five. First leg of the quaddy, race number six on the program. This is a sixty four over sixteen hundred metres scratchings here. Are Seven and eight. Tab fixed odds favourite is True Grid at four dollars sixty. Jolting five six dollars. Jess Wayo. Shunak at seven dollars and fifty. Who's been a bit of a drifter. Review at seven fifty eight fifty four. Day and Star and then Ripplebrook a ten dollar chance here. Traff. Yeah, I thought this was possibly the toughest race of the day, Brennan. Um, I didn't have a full confidence in this race. I thought you could make a, a case for nearly uh, six of the runners. Um, Went with the 10 day and star on top, though. He's probably open to a bit more improvement than a few of these. He's only lightly raced and uh, only his second run for the Danny O'Brien stable, who uh, sent him to Geelong first up, where he was very competitive behind Smoke and Top and Heavy Duty in a pretty strong 0-64, to 64, only beaten under two lengths. I think second up going to the mile, they perhaps be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, most of his best runs is when he's been leading up on top of the speed and um, yeah, I think the pattern of the day could suit that. So 10 day and star um, goes on top for me. Went with the one jolting in for second. This horse is absolutely airborne for the Reese Goodwin stable. Um, they've got him absolutely flying. Um, you know, he ran 12th of 15 last time at Caulfield, but doesn't reflect the performance. He was uh, sort of bolting for a run there and then got cut out a couple of times in the straight. He went to the line, sort of beat three lengths by Real Sensation and Corona Lad, never got a crack. And he's run the start prior at Mooney Valley from Barrier 1 was a bit similar. He just didn't get a lot of luck, was only beaten two lengths. Uh, 
Uh, he has to be a serious winning chance. Uh, three high talk, getting up to the mile, I think is a definite tick for this galloper. Uh, he was good first up at Bendigo, again in a reasonably strong benchmark, 64. He got back in that race, I think, here up to the mile. He can position a bit closer to the speed. Michael Poy going back on at Ryder, who knows him really well. And then the four true grit, who um, is quite progressive. He's only had the six starts, won two of them last campaign at Packenham over the mile. Uh, but he comes into this race with no trial or jump out straight up to 1,600 metres first up, which I find very interesting. But John Sadler, you know, terrific trainer, and uh, I'll back him in that the horse is there to run well first up. He's certainly got the talent. 10 day and star on top for me. 10-1-3-4. for Trav. I'm going your race book order here. One, two, three, four. going with Jolting. He has had absolutely no luck, as Trav touched on, in his two runs uh, on the rail at Mooney Valley. They're at Caulfield in the race over 1,400 metres. Went to the line hard, held, beaten three and a half. Could have easily have been right in the finish there with uh, with Real Sensation and Co. Uh, with a clear crack today, I think he can be winning Jolting and beating uh, uh, Shernak, uh, the French import number two. He's been a, a bit of a drift in the market this morning uh, kicks off his Australian uh, campaign as a gelding he, his jump out was okay but he did work through the line and beyond the line so uh, I thought he was it was sound enough there to run well here first up high talk no luck at Bendigo fresh up from a break behind Master Bataldi has a good record at 1600 metres and does like the dry ground and then true grit uh, the concern for me was uh, no jump out or trial leading into this good grounds in his favour trips in his favour and he's been the horse that's been back this morning on the tab fixed odds, six dollars into four dollars sixty-two to get him that favourite tag. Uh, just the concern of no prep up uh, is uh, is the, the concern I have, but certainly the punters uh, are disagreeing. One, two, three, four for mine in the first leg of the quaddy. Second leg of the quaddy, race number seven is the feature event, the uh, listed uh, sale cup. This race over sixteen hundred metres, three and nine come out of this event. Tab fixed odds favourite is Bermudez at two dollars and fifty. White noise four sixty. Uncle Bryn six. Age of Chivalry ten. Mister Exclusive twelve. Flash R thirteen. Thought of that fourteen fifteen. Viral Regalo Di Gattano a nineteen dollar chance. Bermudez was heavily heavily backed at this program last year. Trav to book himself a spot in the Melbourne Cup Country Challenge and uh, and he's come back this year. Ollie rides again and he's going to start favourite in the Cup. Yeah, he seems really well placed by Team Maroney, doesn't he, Bermudez? And he's a very consistent galloper. His run last time at Soundown was terrific. But uh, just at the prices have gone against him, he's a, he's a key leading chance and uh, definitely wouldn't be surprised if he won. But thought a horse that finished behind him last time gets to set up here to run a much improved race, and that's the seventh thought of that. Um, he is a little bit of a Goldilocks horse. He needs everything to go his way, but sales the track he's ran very well at in the past. I think this, this track's going to suit horses up on top of the speed, and he should get a loose lead here. And what I mean by that is he should be clearly the leader uh, for T.O. Nugent, who's a great rider of sort of front-running horses. And you go back, I know you've got to go back two preparations, but he started $2.40 in the Ballarat Cup uh, this time last year and was absolutely airborne. I know last start he's sort of well-beaten behind uh, Regal Lion and Bermudez, but he was just getting fitter. It was, you know... He was sort of a month between runs. They come here, I think, sort of as a target race for him, the Sale Cup. And I think, yeah, thought of that can bounce back here into some real form. And I thought at the price, he's a very good each-way bet. The seven thought of that. Uh, five, Bermudez, 
unlike thought of that, he's very consistent um, in his you know performances. He barely ever runs a bad race. First up, he was just trapped wide, clear forgive uh, in behind Scolopini, and then went to that race at Soundown and uh, did a lot of work up on top of the speed and was just bloused late by a decent horse and Regal Lion. Um, you know, his form sort of you go back last preparation, chasing Gentleman Roy and beating home Cherry Tortoni. It's great form for a sale cup. He loves uh, when Damien Oliver sort of gets in the saddle as well. They have a great record together, and he's a winner at this track. So he's certainly the horse to beat. Uh, then the 10, Mr. Exclusive. Uh, Matthew Brown's got this horse absolutely firing. I loved his run last time behind Bizanari at Flemington. He sort of loomed to win it, heads up, heads down. He just went down in a photo finish. The start prior was very good at Flemington. And he's a winner here at Sale as well, um, sort of early on in his career. And Bo Merton's coming off a hot day yesterday at Mowie. So stable jockey, in form, and the horse is, I think, set to run a big race, Mr. Exclusive. And then the two, H of Shivery. I think he's the one that's a bit forgotten about by the market. He's run first up for the Price Kent team, was very good behind Asar. And then last time, I could forgive him in a pretty hot race behind Gentleman Roy, military expert. He didn't probably uh, have the run that perhaps he would have wanted. I think he can go forward here and be uh, you know, right in the finish um, in a race that's probably a little bit weaker than what he's been contesting. But yeah, seven thought of that on top for me, a little bit of a risk, but... I just think could pay off if he finds the front. Seven, five, ten, two. Seven, five, ten, and two from Trav. Five, four, eleven, one for me. I'm going with Bermudez. Uh, he was wide last start. Didn't relax. If Ollie can get him to switch off and thought of that rolls on the speed uh, and maybe Mr. Exclusive just ahead of him, I think he's going to get a, a nice run into this and be really hard to beat. Uncle Bryn, I'm putting in for second. They're pulling back a peg. He wasn't terrible in the Lawrence. He ran well in a naturalism. Went to the Turak last time behind Tuvalu. Didn't run uh, well there, but he's got a good record at 1,600 metres dramatic drop in grey. I think he can be really competitive. White Noise goes in for third. Third up comes through uh, two runs in New Zealand, but everything Andrew Forsman's bringing over is just running so well. And then number one, Regalo Di Gattano, conceding a lot of weight, gets the blinkers back on. Excellent record at 1,600 metres. His closing sectionals in the Munga suggest that he wasn't going to be uh, too far away when he steps out and he gets good ground, which is really important for him. He might be the blowout. 5-4-1-11 in the uh, Sale Cup. Race number eight is the $100,000 Melbourne Cup Country uh, Cup heat uh, scratchings from this event, 14, 16, 17 and 18. Tab fixed odds favourite here is Air Clash at $4. Our Redonte, $4.2480. Flash Feeling Prowling, $6.50. Place of Gold, 7 Western. Some best of the rest at 17 There's some nice progressive horses in this one, Trav. There sure is, and I, I think the, the horse that might be the, the most progressive and the nicest in the race is the 10-hour Redonte. Gee, this horse has been impressive uh, in his two wins at Mowie this campaign. He's sort of come from near-impossible positions in both of them to win. Uh, last start, you just have to go back and watch the replay. Uh, Terry Bailey was, was bang on. He was he, The race was all over, and somehow he, he got there on the line. Um, it was just... Remarkable win. He came home there in the uh, best last 400 of the day. The start prior, he was just enormous, uh, launching late. He sort of improved his speed that last 200 by sort of four lengths, which is just sort of unheard of for horses in maiden grade. Um, I think he's a very, very serious galloper on the way through. And Jerome Hunter's placed him really well that he, he gets in sort of um, hitting this race fourth up. He's the horse on the up, and uh, yeah, 
if he gets the luck from barrier three, that's what he's going to need. He's going to need to get a little bit of luck at the top of the straight. But if he gets it for Jaime Neal, I think he's going to be very hard to hold out the 10-hour Redonte. Geez, um, it's no knockdown on the six-air clash. Uh, he's, a, he's another horse that's very, very progressive. Matt Laurie's got this horse absolutely firing. He was terrific, I thought, winning last time at Mornington, putting a hole in Semprente. He goes up on top of the speed. You think he probably finds the lead here, and he, he seems to be an improved galloper this time in, just getting some confidence back at Bendigo. Mornington hits this race in terrific form. He's got to be the, the danger. Then the three-flash feeling, I just... The, the race didn't fully suit him last time at Cranbourne. He's got some good form, last preparation in sort of Saturday Metropolitan grade for three-year-olds, and um, I think he can definitely run well. And that's a too delightful journey, a horse who has raced well here in, at sale in the past. And I thought his first up run um, was a lot better than it looked uh, the other day, and uh, he could be a horse that, um, if they're sort of going on top of the speed, um, he, could, he could run a really good race. Uh, they're the two delightful journey, but yeah, ten on top for me. Ten six three two. Ten six three two from Trav. I'm with ten as well. Our Redonde outstanding at Maui last time out, held up on the fence, almost went through the fence at one stage, and still managed to get up. It was an outstanding victory. Ten on top of five air class chasing the hat trick. Got to stretch it to fourteen hundred metres, but has been to this distance range before and been competitive. Prowling was dominant on speed at Cranbourne at Class One Grade last time out. Ran it to suit dash time in some of the better splits of the meeting. And then if they do overdo it on top, maybe fifteen Florida Dream can be one that can blow them out. Gets back onto good ground. Doesn't have a great record at 1,600 metres, but was a solid run behind De Niro last time out with 61 kilos. 10, 5, 9, 15 in race number eight. Final event on the program on sale. Cup day is a benchmark 70 over 1,200 metres. Scratchings here are 2, 5, 7, 10, 13, 15 and 16. Make sure you've got T.U. Nugent on at 17. Tab fixed odds favourite outback action really crunched in this morning to $2.15. LTC for blister. Five nine fifty Murph Fancy Danny St Darcy eleven and Joel and Joe a nineteen dollar chance Trav. Yeah, the favourite outback action is going to take plenty of beating, and uh, you know he's going to be up on top of the speeds, progressive horse. But I went for one here, at sort of each way odds, and that's the fourteen Mere Fancy. Uh, I thought she's a horse with plenty of ability. Loved her first up win last campaign at Cranbourne, and then went right through the grades to beat Literary Magnate at sixteen hundred metres and. I thought the recent jump out at Mornington was just terrific. Um, she found the line really well. Just suggests to me she's just going to run well here on return. And Lily Magnate sort of came through those races and exploded first up uh, last preparation or you know, at Caulfield the other day. So it's a good form line for a benchmark 78. And I sort of think the market's missed her a little bit here, the 14 mere fancy. Um, eight outback action, as I said, he's going to put himself up on top of the speed. Uh, he's a progressive horse, Moody Nolan. There's a lot of ticks. Uh, he's certainly going to start hard in the market, given the dollar fifty SP last time at Mooney Valley. Uh, he scrambled home to win there, but um, this this is you know a really good race for him, and he, he comes his second up. So you think he's going to improve fitness wise? Um, three LTC led all the way last time at Mooney Valley, sort of put a hole in his opposition. This is a little bit harder, but. Um, he's certainly in good form and can run well. And then for Mayan, um, sort of mixes his form, but his best would be competitive here and does get Damien Oliver. Um, sort of go back to some of his best forms, sort of more for Bill, and those ratings would have him right in the race. Uh, 14, 8, 3 and 4 for me in the last. 
8-9-6-3 for me in the final of it, going with eight outback action. Really good return there at Mooney Valley. Has former round star patrol down the straight at Flemington. Expect him to be up on the speed and to be very hard to get past. Nine blistering goes in for second. Really good fresh run there behind Invincible Caviar uh, here at Sale when uh, fresh up. Just had pressure to her outside and she kept on sticking on. Thought it was a, a really good run there. Uh, six, Danny St. Darcy goes in for uh, third putting a line through her first up run there at Mooney Valley. She got back in a race dominated by the leader. She's got form around Pinstripe and Argentia. She was really good in the gold carrot uh, back in January. And then uh, three LTC. Good winner at Mooney Valley last time out up on the speed. Eight, nine, six and three for me. In the last, Trav, your best value, Cordy, and play of the day for Sale Cup Day. Yeah, I think the best comes up early. Race one, number six, Mullet Man. I think he's really well placed can find the front, can win at sort of above $3. The next best race, eight, number 10, our Redonte, a progressive horse on the way through, just had to see that win last start to believe it. think he'll run well. And the values in the cup, race seven, number seven, thought of that, think he can find the front, run a cheeky race. The quaddy, race six, league one, will take one jolting, three high torque, four true grit, and 10 day and star, one, three, four, 10. League two will take five Bermudez, seven, thought of that, and 10 mystery exclusive, five, seven, 10. Uh, leg three, six air clash and ten hour redon, six and ten in the third leg. And in the fourth leg, race number nine, we'll come home with three LTC, eight outback action and 14 mere fancy. So that's three, eight, 14 in the last. And the play of the day, I think race one, number six, Maltman, the win into race seven, number seven, thought of that, the place. That's how I'm playing Sale Cup Day. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brendan. Trav Noonan there joining me to preview the cup meeting at sale. My best race, uh, five, number 11, Doucet. Value race two, number 12, Lulu's Halo. For the quaddy, first leg, one, two, three, and four. Second leg, five, four, 11, and one. Third leg, 10, five, nine, and 15. Bringing it home, eight, nine, six, and 11. Play of the day, race one, number six, uh, Moat Man. Race the win, race two, at number 12, Lulu's Halo, the place. Race five, number 11, Doucet to win. That's our look at uh, Sale Cup Day. We're off to a quick break on Sunday Central.